you further up and further in. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. Today we're going to talk about some stuff you and I have been rumbling with right here in the middle of COVID. Or, or maybe it's not. How do we know? Is it the middle? Oh. Is it still the beginning? Is it the end? Uh, I don't even uh, know. Yeah, the collective groan. So we're recording early-ish, mid-June. Not sure when this is going to come out. We always just take that gamble. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to talk about some things today that... I think you're going to help me for the rest of my life, actually. Lessons learned in COVID. Now, there's a title no one wants to read because we're sick of the lessons learned in COVID. It's true. And our last, um, quite a few last podcasts have kind of centered around what is happening right now and what are some things we can do to thrive right now. And they're just focused. I mean, they're principles that work for all seasons, Mm -hmm. but especially in this space. And I think this is another one that is, is not anything different right super applicable right now but as you said super applicable for everything else and let's face it if we have to learn all these hard lessons now we may as well like learn them and be richer wiser braver whatever we need to be for the rest of our lives not just have it be this great big disappointing destruction that happens in our lives exactly we become victims have we done episodes on victims i feel like we've probably mentioned it (laughs) a heck of a lot maybe (laughs) okay we better get focused here so people keep listening a few weeks ago ah no now it would be like more than a month ago i was having one of my morning debriefs Mm -hmm. with jesus this is how i start my day i love to get up before everybody else i make my coffee i have my own little spot in my chair i just sit there and start the day with you know whatever i need to start it with thinking about talking about and i was doing like like when you hear the word prayer, if you hear like little whoa and angels singing and pretty soft lighting, no. That is not the only definition of prayer. I was having a full-on frustration vent with mm-hmm. Jesus. Like, I am so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing that it was really about was that I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. And my kids are all struggling with the very various aspects of their lives. Are they going back to university in the fall? Do they hang on to the lease of their apartment? Do they let it go? Uh, is my football camp going to happen? And I don't know what's going to happen in our personal lives. And then I'm responsible for a church. And normally this time of year, I'm planning for the fall. And I don't know. I yeah. don't even know what heckin' is going to happen next Sunday because the rules keep changing every week. So you can hear, I was like, giving her with yep. Jesus. I, I've <laughs> been there in very similar ways. Yeah. And I just found myself over and over again saying, I don't know. I don't know anything. I just don't know. And I had this little like thought, which is often how Jesus speaks to me with the clarity of a bell. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was his voice. Yes, you do. And Amy, I mean, I love Jesus and I really mm-hmm. have developed a trust and a confidence in him that normally I would be like, oh, I wasn't. I was just like <laughs> plowing on. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you been listening to a word I've been saying? I don't know anything. And it was like he just said, still clear voice, you know me. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I really, really do. <laughs> I know you. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all of a sudden, the chaos wasn't gone, right? I still have to sort out all these things and people are looking to me for wisdom and direction and I'm completely unqualified to help them because all the things I would normally feel confident, I know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, but it was like peace. It was so much peace when he said, you know me. And I thought, I actually really do. And if you're listening to this and saying, but I don't know him, you can get to know him. Mm -hmm. 
You can get to know him. Start by reading the Gospels and start by finding someone who looks like maybe they know what he's talking about. Mm. <laughs> Legitimately, like, right, sincerely. Mm. And oh, I was just going to say, at the same time as you're having all these thoughts, I'm having similar thoughts, yep. but kind of on a different slant, right? Of just being like, we need wisdom, right? I serve mm-hmm. on the board of elders at our church, and we always make important decisions, but big decisions that impact the trajectory of our church right now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a like, big responsibility. Yeah, and just stuff with like personal life and kids and work and all this stuff. And it's just like, I need wisdom. Just basically it's like, Jesus, I need your wisdom. I need your wisdom. I need your wisdom. And then I'm like, <laughs> then the question is like, but how do I get it? Yeah. Cause me just saying, I need your wisdom. Yeah. Incessantly. Yeah. Isn't really producing what I want it to produce. <laughs> However, it sounds like a more eloquent statement than me just screaming. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe that's just perspective. Yeah. Basically, we're in the same place. Mm-hmm. Of we just don't know stuff, and and there is a certain amount of requirement to know. Yeah. But what can we know, and what do we need to know? Yeah. So as I was sitting there doing my okay, now hold on, I finally like put the brakes on, and I'm in this still place of I do know this. I know who he is. Mm-hmm. He's never changed, and he never will. Yeah. He's my provider. He's my protector. He's my comforter. He's a source of wisdom. He's my father who cares deeply about me, so he hasn't, like, checked me out on the deep end to see if I can actually swim or not. He's with me, and he loves me. What do I need to know next? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it brought to my mind, when I was um, six, my mom and dad gave me a Bible. I, I think a lot of kids in the 70s had the same Bible, a picture of Jesus and the children on the cover. And they wrote in the front of it, that page has fallen out, but then I copied what I remembered out of it. And it said a few words to me, and then it gave me, this is a verse for your life. And if any of you listeners grew up in Sunday school, you already know this verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Right? Yep. You can just blow right by it. The thing I love about the Word of God is that over and over again in different seasons, the same verse can hit you like a punch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Amy, I didn't know the reason why I was having an absolute freak out was because I was leaning on my own understanding. Mm. All of a sudden, a phrase that I could, you know, quote backwards, forwards, inside out in my sleep. I I never saw it that way before. Because I was trying to lean on what I knew to make Mm. decisions. And because you're not knowing much right now. Mm -hmm. I wasn't okay. And you can't make can't make decisions. Yeah. So I was mm. leaning on my own understanding. Mm. It's like, oh my goodness, that is exactly why I'm not okay right now. I want to lean on what I know yeah. to feel safe and secure. And it's not safe and secure right now. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. It isn't. Yeah. The future could be a full on disaster getting worse because that sort of happened in the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> yeah. it's possible, right? And all that turbulence was coming out of trying to lean on something that's never actually been stable. It's just felt stable. Mm. Because we've lived in a good time of life in a good place. Where for years it's been pretty solid. And so I thought I knew what I was talking about, even though I didn't. Mm -hmm. But it worked out decent, you know? (laughs) But then the next part, in all your ways, acknowledge him. It's like, in all your ways, know him. Oh, what do I know about him? So, man, from that day forward, I just was in a much better space. I still can't, you know, but I wasn't freaking out. Mm. And then, you know, as things play out, some things become clear. But if I'm hanging on to what I know, I still had peace. Mm. It was really Mm -hmm. helpful. 
So what yeah. helped you unpack your, I need wisdom? I need wisdom. I need wisdom. I need wisdom. This may be surprising to people, but just <laughs> thinking about things all the time doesn't or rarely actually brings wisdom from <laughs> Jesus. What? Overthinking doesn't help? <gasps> right. And I recognize that, that the stuff, the decisions and the situations and things that I was just thinking about them all the time in hopes that all of a sudden my thinking would change. Well, and all joking aside, you're a really smart person. Yeah. And sometimes... So it stands to reason. Sometimes solutions do come. Yeah. By thinking, because you're really smart and you can evaluate and analyze and deduct and, mm-hmm. you know, come to really good conclusions oh, totally. with your brilliant brain. But we don't have enough facts and information right now. Exactly. <laughs> and and what I was wanting was the wisdom from Jesus. And so me just overthinking things will not bring the wisdom of Jesus. Nope. So I finished... I. I I finished kind of reading through Psalms, and that takes forever because there's a million of them. 150, actually. Well, you're basically the, a million. Right, Amy, you're the one that's always calling me on precise facts. <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, I'll go into Proverbs, right? That has a lot of wisdom stuff. This will be good. Like, I'll hear all the whatever. A nagging wife is like a dripping faucet. There's so you many know, really, encouraging really words. special Proverbs in there. Right? But as I'm reading it, it talks about wisdom and a lot of like how to acquire it. And there was one, it just hit me, was in Proverbs 9... 10 and 11, and uh, in the Passion Translation, again, because that just breathes fresh perspective. And it says, the starting point, the starting point for acquiring wisdom is to be consumed with awe as you worship Jehovah God. To receive the revelation of the Holy One, you must come to the one who has living understanding. Wisdom will extend your life, making every year more fruitful than the one before. It bent my brain a little bit. Okay, to just stop and worship in awe and acknowledge Jehovah God, that that's the starting point to acquire wisdom. Not thinking more about it, but actually just turning and and looking and focusing my eyes on Jesus is how I get more wise. Yeah. What? (laughs) But that doesn't look like it's doing enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. So what happened? Oh, it it does. Yeah. It's, so it's this isn't true. just like fluffy stuff, you mean? No. Like, this isn't just a happy, clappy verse to make you feel better while no. you're having your quiet time, but actually then you still have to make a decision. It really, it, for me, it really is like, man, when I'm focusing so hard on all the situations, right? It's kind of like all these, um, all these clouds or all these clamoring voices or all these things that I'm just like constantly focusing on. If I'm focusing on that, I can't hear Jesus because Mm -hmm. that is my focus. That is what's taking up my thinking process, all the stuff. But it's like when I look to Jesus, when I worship him, when I come to him in awe, all those things are still there. But what's in focus is in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I can really hear him mm-hmm. right you know like when you're in a room in a crowd and you're like trying to hear the person yeah but if you can't see their mouth yeah. even right i not hard of hearing or anything like that but it's really hard to like actually hear what they're saying when you're not looking at them if you're looking over right. here and you're trying to listen your senses are so overwhelmed with everything else and there is a lot of noise in the universe right but when you right when i look at you and mm-hmm. i can see your expression i can see your mouth yeah I can actually hear what you're saying. Yeah. Did you find God gave you wisdom? Uh, yeah. 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 And some of it 
was thoughts I had already had. Yeah. But they felt sure now. But they felt sure, mm-hmm. and I felt settled in them. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, this is the direction you want me to go, Jesus, yeah. and that's where I'm going to go. It's interesting how quieting all that um, striving, yeah. frustrated urgency can actually help so much. Mm-hmm. And there's such an aspect of faith to all of this. Yeah. Because you and I still don't know anything more about the future than we did a month ago. No, we actually not. don't, right? Some feels like we almost know a little less. Yeah, something's got more uncertain in yeah. the last little while. And yet, I've had so much more peace. Mm-hmm. And some things have sorted themselves. We have made decisions on some of these, you know, apartment rentals and things. And it's not like we know for sure anything in the fall. But as we waited and believed, right? My faith yeah. that God cares about us and is going to help us has never let me down. Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked out the way I expected, thought. But he, he's shown me. As I know him in this, I'm able to be peaceful until things become clear. Yeah. And I want things clear now on my time frame. <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm. And I am by nature a planner, and there's nothing wrong with that because it takes planning to make things happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to not think I have to be the last word in those things and to believe that He has good words for those things has been really helpful. Yeah. I often, when I kind of realize that I'm like looking at all the situations and being like, WTF, that it reminds me of like Peter and Jesus walking on the water in the storm, right? Like, Peter is like, yeah, let's go, Jesus. He has his eyes on Jesus. He gets out of the boat. He's like, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden it talks about he becomes aware of, he perceives, he focuses on the waves and the wind. And all of a sudden he's like, (laughs) and he goes down and he goes down. Yeah. Right. He's taken, he stopped looking at Jesus as his savior, as his teacher, as his friend. And he's just like being like, oh my goodness, we're walking on water. What are we doing here? This is ridiculous. How am I doing this? Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to die. And he goes down as soon as he takes his eyes off Jesus. And so for me, so much stuff has been in this and before, but in this and in the whole wisdom aspect is just like eyes on Jesus. Yeah. That's my job. Mm -hmm. Eyes on Jesus. And then the other things, right? Not just like all I have to do is like sit and worship Jesus and not do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eyes on Jesus and the other stuff will come. Yeah. And, you know, we all have, I I think we all have these images in our minds of people who do nothing but sit around and pray and ignore while the world goes down in flames. And we're not talking about that. No. It's super counterintuitive to be still and, oh, what? No, he is God. Yeah. And I am not. And, And there's something just really significant that happens in that process of the stop, the pause, the knowing him. I think it's like super uncomfortable and raw and real, but also like really, really, really holy mm-hmm. in that still place. Okay, I'm not, but I am going to look to you. And I'm actually even just now going to declare my faith. You care about me and you are going to help me. Yeah. You have good strategies. You have good plans. You are not oblivious. You see my need, my pain, my suffering, my confusion, whatever. And I give it all to you. Mm-hmm. And I look at you and I trust you to come to fill me, to equip me. To give me what I need in the moment, I'm going to wait on you. Yeah. And that's still quiet place. And you move forward. You don't just do nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's trust and it's surrender and it's lordship. And it's a lot of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah. To and acknowledge it. Yeah. And it's stripping away of the false responsibility of it's all up to me. What? Amy? It, these are words I don't even understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> I understand false responsibility. Yeah. And that is where I get hung up, right? Because some of my tension that day I was talking about was so many people are looking to me for an answer, mm. which is a legitimate responsibility of motherhood, of leadership. 
But how much of it is my responsibility? Yeah. Well, it's actually my responsibility to surrender and acknowledge what I don't know. Stop trying to lean on my own understanding. So there was a clearing away of the rubble of the idolatry of my own brilliance, intelligence, and control of the universe. And then uh, an acknowledgement and a looking up. Surrender. Trust. And then I was actually really equipped to be a good mom and a good leader. So we bless you, our listeners, to discover this in your own life. What does this look like to surrender, to know God, even when you don't know all the things? We really want to bless you and encourage you just to explore this for yourself and to not be afraid. We bless you to encounter Jesus. We bless you to receive wisdom from Him. We bless you with peace. And we bless you with courage. Surrender, I think, takes a lot of courage. We bless Mm -hmm. you with courage. As you lean into this, you will go further up and further in. 